Hello, Fight Insight fans, viewers, and listeners. I'm your co-host, Brady Bunch. And with me, as always, you got Timmy B, your host. Before we start the show, I hope some of you will take the time to tell some friends, follow, and subscribe on whatever platform it is you're using, whether it's Spotify or my favorite, YouTube. But if you're hearing us right now, we've got a lot of cool stuff we're going to talk about on today's episode. We're going to talk to a new Muay Thai star. We're going to reveal the scary story of Jessica Andrade and OnlyFans. And I think we're going to have a talk with the California State Athletic Commission on something we were talking about just last week. And a whole lot more. So hit it, Tim. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Fighting Sight Podcast. Let's talk. Our guest today made her 1FC debut in glorious fashion with a second round stoppage at 1 Friday Fights 4 in the women's Muay Thai strawweight division. Living up to her name and suffering a big cut in the first round, she came back with a vengeance and stopped her opponent with beautiful strikes and a knee to the body. Hailing from Chile and coming to us today from Spain, everybody say hello to my little friend, Miss Scarface. Francisca Vera. Hello, Hello, Francisca. Hello, guys. How are you? Hello, how are, how are you? Uh, I'm very you good. Are, you yes. are in a you're in a cab right now in Spain. Yes. Yes. I'm now I'm, I'm at home. <laughs> at home, excellent. And uh, thank you for joining the show. How? Thank to you for inviting me. <laughs> yeah, of course. Your your fight was incredible at 1FC. I was so amazed at your fight. I was messaging and tweeting about it right away. How exciting was it to win at 1FC? Well, I think it's like, it's a, a debut. debut. I don't know if it's the, I say the word correct. Yeah, yeah, debut, but, yeah. But debut, uh, it's the one that everyone dreams, like the way I did it. Like maybe some people dreams about win the fight like from the first second, like winning all the time, dominating. But I think for me, this is the best way to win. Like it, when it's a hard fight, you really feel, feel, feel like satisfaction when yeah. when you do when you do it in this way because you know no one gives you anything. You fight for it. You really fight for it. Francisca, it was beautiful. And for those that don't know this fight, because I'm I'm in Toronto, Canada, and Brady Bunch is in New York. Uh, for the people that haven't watched your fight, you can find it on YouTube now. Just search Francisca Vera 1FC, and the whole fight is there. Francisca, I, it's a little bit dark where you are now, but I don't see any scars on your face. Yeah, yeah. A little it, bit here. No, there's nothing. It looks good. There's nothing. It's look good. It's look good. It's look really good. <laughs> but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now your name is Miss. It's just a, nemo- a memory. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Your name is Miss Scarface. How did you get that nickname? Well, I always really liked the the movie. <laughs> okay. the movie. It was always because of the movie. I think the first time I watched the movie, you know, when when he kills his boss. 
and then he see I don't know the name. It's a globe. Yeah, yeah. Like like a plane yeah. flying, and it says the world is yours. Yes. Then oh. I in my mind was like, oh, that phrase is amazing. Like it really means mm-hmm. like the world is yours. Like for me, it means. And I did my first tattoo with the world is yours. Nice. In the chest. Yeah, and after. I don't know why I, I I was already training in that moment and I was already like angry, you know, when you really want. I was seventeen or sixteen in that moment, and I really wanted to fight since the first moment I I had one glove in my hand. <laughs> and then one day I think, okay, I will do say hello to my little friend in the elbow. I think it's funny. Yeah. And I did it. I did it and. And every time I go somewhere and people see the tattoo, it's like, oh, it's funny, like, because of the elbow. And, uh, but it always, like, really means to me, like, the world is yours and every, everything that the movie, uh, not everything, because it's about drugs. <laughs> it, it's not about my life, you know what I mean? Right. But yeah. I mean the, the way he, he has nothing and then he got on the top of the world. Yeah. And after it's, you have to pay the price, you know, like even when you get fame or you get good things, like everyone what wants to get it, it's like, no, everything is the best, you know, like you have to pay the price. Like, yeah. I think it's the mean for me. That's awesome. That's beautiful, Francisca. Um, yeah, I think it means a lot. Like you, maybe you you can watch the, the same movie and for you means... Uh, Totally different way. Yeah. But for me, that's what it means. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. And now, and and that story has come true from for you because now here you are at the greatest organization in the world for Muay Thai. It has to be 1FC. It's, it's the top in the world. You're going to be fighting the best people in the yeah, world. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Like, literally, when uh, my coach called me and he sent me the contract, I was like, no, this is unbelievable. <laughs> like this, this is not happening to me. Like it's impossible. Like for me, in my in my mind, two days ago I was training in the gym for first time, and I was saying like, this is amazing. How can I punch the the back good? Or like you know when you start, everything is so hard. Like even a kick is so yeah. difficult. Like in my mind, I was still there. I feel the time going so hard, so fast, so fast. I feel like I'm living all the time. Like uh, I started when I I was 16. Then I think like not all my child childhood. Yeah. But I feel like I grow up with the with Muay Thai. Like I feel my the most important time of my life. I was training. Like yes. It makes my character really different than how I was before. Like really different. Yeah. Well, I mean, your your whole life is all ahead of you now. Like you have nothing but yeah. great things ahead of you. You won. You won the bonus. And, yeah, it's amazing. And it was amazing. Um, the guy that was in the ring with you, Mitch Chilson. Yeah. We ha- we had him on the podcast, and he's such a nice man. And when he said to you that you won the bonus, and you started to cry. Yeah. 
that was it was so beautiful. I thought it's so nice that he's able to give those moments to you. And then it was just such a real moment when you got that ten thousand. What a what yeah. an amazing thing. I think it's not because of the money. I think it's because well, I say it in the ring, but I think it's because of the karma that this gives to me. Like like when you're a fighter, you never know when it's the next pay you have. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Like uh, maybe you fight tomorrow um, or maybe you're not because normally events now since COVID, they got cancelled so easy and That's maybe right. your opponent get injury and they cannot find another opponent or they don't make weight and it's really hard to find another opponent. Yeah. And I, I think this happened in this sport and it's normal, but... It gives me calm. Now I will come back to Thailand and I, and I will try to fight a lot. In in one, I, w- I want to improve the most possible. Now is I'm 23 and it's the moment I have to do it. Like if I don't do it now, I, I won't do it never. No, it's incredible. And so you and before we started the podcast, did you? I yeah. know you're from Chile, but you grew yeah. up in Spain or grew up in Chile? No, I grew up in Spain my whole life. Like uh, I come here like with four years but i never been in chile like oh, i would like okay. i i would like to go but uh always my family never had like money like they were not like family people or like like money people but and the flights there were so expensive now even more yeah and it was such a long flight for kids yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I was growing up, I was like, no losing interest. But when I was growing up, I wanted to go to Thailand because I started training. Then, like, my pri- priorities changed. Then when I started got money, mm-hmm. I thought, okay, I want to go to Thailand. No, I, I want to go to Chile. But now I want... Wait, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she dropped us. There you go. <laughs> now... Uh, now I want to go to Chile, but it's not my priority. Like, I, I well, would love to know it. Like, I would love to meet the country and meet the right. people. And now, uh, I didn't know it, but I'm the first Chilean fighting in one. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought because, yeah, you don't yeah. see it a lot. When you go back to Chile, you're going to go back a hero. Yeah, can, <laughs> I saw you, it. Like, you can bring the belt back. I, I hope so. I hope I can get the belt and go there. And but it's amazing. Like how I never been there, but all the people is like supporting me so much. Not even knowing for me before because it's normal. I never been in Chile. I never been in South America. Yeah. But they are like they know I'm Chilean and they also proud supporting me so much. And I I think this is amazing from this sport. Like this is such a small sport. Yeah. Then I think all the community knows you so well when you you're inside. No, it's it's beautiful, Francisca. And I did have a couple of questions. I know we're not going to keep you too long, but I wanted to ask you uh, going back to fight for One FC, the the weight cutting with the hydration, just really quickly because I haven't had a One FC fighter on this podcast in a long time. You had to do the hydration test and the weight test, right? Yeah, I did it. Yeah, I did it. No problem for you? No problem? You were able to do uh, it? No problem? Well, at the beginning, I was nervous. It was 
Uh, I hear you, but it's, I think I'm losing connection. Maybe I lose connection, then I, oh. I come back, okay? If okay, I lose okay, it. Okay. The, yeah, yeah, sure. at, the, at the beginning, I normally fight 50 to 52.5, but I'm not too heavy. I'm like for, uh, 54, 55, my normal mm-hmm. way, like eating normal, whatever yeah. I want. Then it's not that much. I don't cut that much. Okay. But I was nervous because I never did wake up without dehydration. Yes, right. Then, and the fight was in 50.8. And I was really nervous about that. Then yeah. I say, okay, I have to eat really strict because normally I'm not really strict with food. <laughs> I'm more <laughs> like, I want to enjoy the fight camp, you know, like it's, yeah. I normally fight it like every month. Then if you always in really strict diet, I think it's it kills you. Right. It's good, but if you lose too much weight, it's no good for you. Yeah, but and so but I, how? Okay, but my question is, sorry, how come so many people miss weight? Like at one FC, there's a lot of almost every card. There's like two or three people that are missing weight every time. Well, I think they sometimes. They start in one way and maybe. Oh, we might be losing her a little bit. If we do lose her, then hopefully she'll come back, Grady. But I I love her. She's amazing. Yes. Um, I'm going to take her picture off the screen here because it's it's weird because it just froze there. And I'll see her at the bottom here. But so what I wanted to say to the fans is like at 1FC, boy, you know, um, people miss that weight a lot. So for her to come in first time and make the weight is crazy, you know? Yes. Be- because that's a big thing, like to 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 make that weight and then perform like she did is crazy. I really hope she gets so many fights with one FC, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I, I hope that they put her back on. Um, I know we've kept her almost this, the amount of time we were going to keep her, but I did want to ask her uh one more question. I wanted to ask her, um, what was I going to ask her? Well, I had one question that people wanted to know, what did her corner tell her after that first round? Because it all, the fight almost got stopped. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm so happy for her, you know, and Oh, I want to ask her, I think her record is only nine and two. All right. But she just, but she just said she fights all the time. So, so you know, I'm wondering if she does a lot of smokers. Yeah, but once you're a professional, can you do that? Like every fight would be on your record. And why wouldn't you want it to be? Because like these Thailand fighters have like records of like 907 wins with zero losses. <laughs> you're like, what the hell? Like, where are these guys fighting? Uh, you know what? I also want to ask her about the contract. Like, was it a one fight deal? Yes, or yes. Yeah, yeah, we want to find that too. I mean, the thing is, is like, look, the minute she wins that fight. Um, oh, she here she is now. The minute she wins that fight, you know that 1FC is like, come on back. Yes. Right? So, hold on. She, I think the camera is just going to load up. I see her on the bottom of my screen. I can see her coming up. And, guys, if you don't already follow her, which I'm sure a lot of you may not because she is brand new to the fight scene. She's 1FC. So, she is at Miss Scarface. M-I-S-S-C-A-R-F-A-C-E. Hey, sorry. I lost the connection. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Um, so... We were at, we were saying, um, well, one question Brady Bunch had was the contract with one FC, is it for, was it for more than one fight or have they signed you for more fights now? I have, uh, I had only one fight 
but it all depends on how you fight. But everyone is happy with my fight now. Like, lucky. <laughs> lucky yeah. Good. Okay, so, so you don't that's have good, any... So you don't have any news yet, but hopefully they will sign you for another fight. Yeah, I don't have any news now, but I cannot say anything. But right. I hope we got really you. Coming, it's- I'm coming back soon to Thailand, really soon. Then there is going to be so much easier. Yeah, okay. It's coming. It's coming for sure. And Francisca... It's coming soon. Yeah, for sure. And we'll all be cheering for you like crazy. We can't wait to see you fight again. Um, with 1FC, my last question for you will be, I know this is kind of weird, but are they? did they ever say anything or were they happy that you speak English? Did they ever say anything about that or did they ever ask if you speak English? No, they asked you. They, they yeah. asked you before if you speak English. Yeah, and also I think your coach can go with you in the ring if you don't don't talk English. Yeah. And normally someone that speaks your language and speak English that can translate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they asked you before. Because I do want to say, Francisca, I was so happy after you won. And like it just said that you were from Chile and I hadn't known who you were. But when you got in the ring and were able to speak English... I really think that that's amazing and that 1FC is going to love you even more because they're trying to break into the North American market and they want North American yeah, fans. And you're someone really that's going to, yeah, and you're someone that's going to be able to make those fans and make people fall in love with you and want to cheer for you. Yeah, I think uh, I was living in England like for one year, oh, but okay. my living, my, my level of English was like, I didn't know even how to say hello. Then oh. now I know how to speak like, I, I know how to say what I want to say, but I don't know how to say it in the correct way sometimes. Like, I'm not really fluid because I don't speak every day, but I I, I can say whatever I can I, I want to say. Then that, I think that's okay. Like, with practice, it makes better. And in Thailand, it's easier because, you know, people from everyone, from everywhere, world. and yeah. you can practice a lot. No, that's awesome. And hey, if you ever yeah, want over the world, that's amazing. That's and if you good. ever, if you, I think you're doing an amazing job, I mean, I mean, you're amazing. And if you ever want to practice and just come on the podcast every week, just give me a call. You can come on all the time, and we'll chat with you. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, it's really great. nice to talk with you too, guys. Yeah, I, I have a quick question. Uh, what camp are you? Yeah, training? of course. When you go to, when you go to Thailand. What camp do you pick to train with? Uh, I go to Phuket Fight Club. Phuket. I, I really like, yeah, because they have many kills, and I think that's goal. Like, I like my camp in Spain. Like, I love my coach, and he puts the all his effort to train me, and he's amazing. He was living in Thailand many years, but I go to Thailand because not that much of people that practice Muay Thai. Then it's normal, no like not everyone has my same like my my size. Like I'm not really big, like I'm not small for my weight, but I'm not big. You need to train with people of your weight. You need yeah. to train with or oh, no not maybe of your weight, but maybe close. Like maybe yeah. five kilos more. And that's why I, I I like to go to Thailand because I'm always here in Europe, I'm always practicing with people 
way, way bigger than me. <laughs> and I think it's good. That made me strong. But yeah, I like to practice too with people of my weight. And it's good for me, I think. And they have so good level. And Leo was in my corner in one. And he was really nice with me. Also, I had Petawi. He's such a legend. He was training me the whole camp. He was amazing. He was really nice with me. And I was really happy. I was really happy there. And I will come back now. I'm so happy for you, Francisca. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We will definitely talk to you again. I can't wait to see what's next for you. We will cheer you on every time you have a fight. We're going to talk about it and we're going to tell people to watch and we're going to tell people to cheer you on. Thank you so much, Francisca, for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much, guys. All right. Have a great day and train train hard and we'll see you soon. Yeah, of course. Always train hard. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Ah, I wanted, I mean, I love everything that she said, but I just didn't want her to get disconnected again because then it'd be awkward too. I feel you. (laughs) But, oh man, how cool is that? Man, you're just some young girl training in Muay Thai for who knows why. You decide you want to punch people in the face for a living. You've got this cool story with Miss Scarface. Yo, that was my, I loved. Yeah. I loved like the origin story on because at first when she was like, oh, yeah, the movie Scarface, I had no idea she was going to go into detail about tattoos and the symbolism. and the, Yeah. Like, yeah. And I'm telling you, like, okay, it's hard to see her because it was dark where she was. Because she's in Spain, so, like, we're recording this at 3 o'clock our time, but it was, like, 9, almost 10 o'clock at her time. So I really appreciate her coming on, first of all. But um, it was dark. But, you know, she's a good-looking girl. She's able to speak English. She's got this cool story. Yep. Like these are the people like you want to succeed. And man, there's no way that she she puts on a performance like she did, gets the 10,000 bonus and they don't bring her back. They're bringing her back 100%. Without a doubt. You know what? The vibe I caught was like, there was a one part where she almost, I feel like she almost told us like, I have some info, <laughs> but I can't hear it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was hoping uh, she would let it slip. Yes. Uh, yeah. But no, I'm a fan. I'm a fan, and I can't wait to see her. Guess what? If I had to Thailand to train, hit her up. Pop into that Fight Club, and yes. Yeah. There you go. Uh, you know, she was saying she likes to fight, like train with the larger people, yeah, stuff like that. I always prefer training with much smaller people, much smaller <laughs> and much less skilled. I found that that was a lot better for my, uh, you know, for my, for my self-confidence. Yeah. I felt, I felt a lot better. Um, guys, thank you for coming to the podcast. As always, we really appreciate it. I hope that you appreciated that interview and do check out her fight on YouTube. You can find it because I know most people probably didn't see it. Um, especially here in North America, I'll tell you, people are not watching one FC. But you got to watch one FC because there are great fights like hers that all of a sudden come out of the woodwork. Uh, RageWorks Podcast Network. Thank you, guys. Uh, RageWorksNetwork.com. We're, we're a part of that podcast network, so go check them out. Jenna Bishop fights this sun Saturday, February 25th. Go check her out. Also, by the time you see this podcast, it will have been her birthday yesterday. So go wish her a happy birthday. Uh, Albert Ochoa. And my birthday. Hey. Uh, Albert Ochoa, the king, wins split decision. He didn't show up on the podcast last week, you son of a gun. But he won his fight. 
So yeah. he is the champion of what? IFL, but it, you said it's related to the ICB? ICB, which I think is sanctioned by PBI. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, whatever whatever yeah, so three letters. It's an actual, from what I, I did a little research, it sounds yeah. like they're trying to take the influencer boxing world and make it into something sanctioned the same yeah. way that the other orgs are. Hey, dude's fighting, dude's fighting legit. Like when, when I was on his Instagram watching the fight highlights, cause I wasn't able to watch it live. Um, he looked good. He looked good. He's a good kid. He's a, such a good person. I did, I did get mad at him for not coming on the podcast last week, but that's okay. We're still friends and uh, we're going to get him back on one day, but, but before this guy gets way too popular, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah. So uh, anyways, good luck to him uh, or congratulations to him. Good luck to Jenna Bishop. And uh, next couple of weeks for the podcast, Brady Bunch, we are going to do just some fight picks because uh, I am on vacation, but rather than leave all of our fans high and dry with nothing to listen to, uh, we're going to do some fight picks for the up uh, for the week's cards for those weeks. So we'll plan those out and we're going to talk about UFC 285 and then UFC Yawn versus Davish Vili Marab. So we'll do our fight picks. We'll talk about those cards. I was researching it this weekend and I was like, Ooh, some of these people, who the hell are these guys? But okay, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll get through it as best as we can. Um, before we move on to the first couple of topics or the, before we get on to the couple of topics that we're going to talk about, how is your training going? Brady Bunch, you fighting March 11th. Everybody knows this celebrity boxing. Yes. So Kicking ass. What's going on? My training for the most part, despite a little, up today so okay. I guess bringing in. yeah scheduling issues uh no it's been going great yeah and if you guys were to see my calendar here right oh, all right showing all the this the notes and the uh the secret sauce yes this is all my training here so all right basically i went from being kind of light splitting it up with jujitsu some wrestling and all that uh i'm back fully with the striking, the yeah. boxing, kickboxing. Uh, and you know what? I'm doing, I'm going slow, but I'm dedicating at least four to five hours a day, I would say, preparing for this fight now, whether it's studying Shit. tape, whether it's cardio, whether it's skill. Um, so here's the trip. I'm confident. I was telling someone last night, uh, I went to, a stretch place and got a nice stretch to get these muscles going. Uh, and they okay. asked me how I was feeling. And I told them I'm confident. I'm stronger than ever. I know my skills has gotten much better, but it's still a fight. And all it takes is one punch to lose a fight. Yeah. So yeah. I am secretly stressed. I'm working a lot on my defense to make sure that one lucky punch doesn't, doesn't come through. But, uh, mm -hmm. but no, I'm ecstatic. Cause you know what? Timmy, as you know, I can't talk too much about it. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. if I win this fight, it sets me up for bigger opportunities. Yeah. Uh, so I'm really excited about those opportunities. So I cannot lose March 11th. So I need I need you to win this fight because riding on your coattails it sets me up for bigger things too. You know what I mean? So yes, yes. When we're I'm but, dying for you to win too, and I need you to kick some ass. How's your weight? Are you on weight? Everything's good. So here's what's really interesting. As of today, I actually I have to move up for this fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been cutting weight. I re-added the carbs, but I don't want to balloon up. So it's like a clean bulk in a way. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but today I officially hit the weight that I would need oh. to hit my fight. So I'm already back up there. But you can't be too light. Would they call it if you were too light? You know what? I think so. Like if it's too much of like a gap. Way too much? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. okay. Uh, so here's my one fear, though. This is my problem. It's such a slippery slope. I remember last time when I bulked up, right? All it takes is like one day of a little too much carbs and you could gain, I could gain a good three, four pounds of water. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what I got to make sure is I don't enjoy this bulk too much and I actually need to wait. Yeah. Yeah. Weeks. Uh, yeah. But yes, I'll be fine. All right. All right. Well, guys, because, uh, you know, the fight is March 11th. So our next two podcasts will be pre-recorded. So we won't be able to like hype it up or like give you like, you know, uh, timely updates on this. So this is the last kind of live update in real time, but kick great. ass Brady Bunch, kick ass. Yes. Like, we will you know, be celebrating. Yeah. Turn, right? Yes, of course. I think, I think the day we were, ret- I think the day or the week we return after two weeks of a recorded podcast, it's going to be Daniel, the predator, James, the guy that um, Commander was- Brown was talking about. Yes, had him walk out with him. Yeah, yeah. So the guy that Commander Commander Brown, who I will be reading his book on vacation as well. I'm going to take this bad boy and read it. Um, yeah, so he's coming on the podcast because he headlines the Bellator card in March. So we're going to have him on the podcast. So we're super excited. But uh, yeah, we'll celebrate and we'll celebrate with him. Uh, okay, to go from some... Well, do you want to talk about the California State Athletic Commission first? Or do you want to yeah. talk about... California State Athletic Commission? Yeah, let's talk about that. I'm curious. Okay. So on the podcast, we were talking about Ryan Bader and the way that he was saying he got paid way more than what was announced, right? So here's the picture on screen. It's MMA Junkie reported that he made 150 grand and Fedor made 100 grand. And then on... Uh, Ariel Hawani show. I'm going to play a short clip because when that pay came out, everybody's like, what the fuck? This is like the heavyweight champion of the world. And he makes so little. Now, mind you, it's not so little because he probably fights like a good three or three times a year. But uh, Vader does. Um, So, you know, when you compare that to normal people's salary, it's a pretty good salary plus sponsorship, plus whatever, right? But here's Bader on Ariel Hawani's show. Why aren't you talking about Bellator underpaying their fighters? And so I just want to throw this out there. Feel, you did yeah. not make what was put out there. Is that accurate? No. Okay. No, I made uh, significantly significantly more. You know, and it's, yeah, and I, I, you get that a lot. You know, they'll release that and they're like, Fatal made 100 grand for this fight, you know? Yeah. No, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be fighting if I was making that. You know? Interesting. So he says, no, 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 I made way more. Now, that interview goes on and Ariel never says like, okay, but you made more from who or how? Or like, are you talking just sponsors? Or like, what are you talking about? We had Jenna Bishop on the podcast saying that she knew a guy that made 50 grand for wearing a hat, right? So that's like a third of his pay there, right? So is that what you're talking about? So Ariel never asked that. I reached out to the California State Athletic Commission because that's who was reporting the dollar amounts Mm -hmm. and very cool. And I should make some, you know, I should do some things for our our Instagram. Like I should do some quotes or like some news stuff or something. But but anyways, I said to them, 
essentially, what the hell? Why are you reporting fake numbers? Because Bader just said you're a liar, <laughs> right? Like, like yeah. what's the deal? So uh, they got back to me and they said, um, the numbers that they report on the athlete payout sheets are based on the approved bout contracts. This includes any win bonuses the fighters may receive. We don't collect reports on the sponsor pay, et cetera, meaning bonuses and stuff like that, but sponsor pay or bonuses. Uh, we don't have, we don't have a mandate to release the numbers, but they can be released via public records request. So I guess what happens is like MMA junkie or whatever reaches out to them and, and says, I want to know the numbers, but they're saying the number that they're reporting is the app is based on the belt contracts and includes the win bonus. So then I went back to them and I'm like, okay, but, why would this guy be calling you a liar? Like, what, you know what I mean? Like, what's the deal here? Um, and then they got back and said, okay, well, obviously they're like, I have no idea why this guy's calling us a liar. I have no idea why the number might be different. Cause I said, would they pay you differently to avoid, or sorry, would they pay him under the table or something to avoid tax? And of course the commission is like, we have no idea about any of that. But what they did say, um, after, after I went back to them, they said, um, you know, you should talk to the promoters or the fighters to figure out about that. And they said the belt contracts are completed prior to the weigh-ins and require a commission representative to approve and sign off on them. So the belt contracts have to be given to the commission. So it's shown, like, so there's no way the number they're saying is wrong. Like that is what's in his belt contract. So I'm, I mean, to me, this is saying that Bader's lying. Uh, and then they say the only numbers we require to be reported to us are the purse and the bonus amounts as agreed in the belt contracts. So they're telling the right number. So someone is wrong here. This and is so fascinating. How much more? Bader, Bader's laughing about it going, no, no, I weigh way more than that. Okay, but how? Why? why would anybody pay you way more than what the contract says? And the California State Athletic Commission is talking to fight insight podcast and they're telling us this is the freaking number you know what this is pretty big it makes a lot me of wonder. bullshit man yeah so it makes me wonder is someone like bader is that what he made did he not make more is he just lying wants to save face he's the yeah. star of a smaller organization right uh where's he gonna go anyways yes right so right? part of like uh but then at the same time, it kind of it stings knowing that Bader got only a hundred thousand for his last blowout fight. It's not like they're making pennies though, compared to a lot of the fighters out there. But it makes you makes me. What's interesting is you talking about the under the table money. Well, I'm way- just saying. I'm just saying. Why would that even like? Why would the company want to pay you under the table? What, what would the point of that be? Maybe it would be the tax thing you were talking about, sort of, right? I or know, is it? but then why Why would you want to risk running any problem? Like, hey, Bader, you take care of your taxes. I, whatever the frig you do, that's not my problem. You know what I mean? Like, why would they? It just makes no sense. And I'm, I'm trying to go back to what Jenna was saying about her contract. Because she did make it sound like pretty nice. Yeah, but I'm sure if so, if we follow up with the California State Athletic Commission, well, she's fighting in Ireland, so it'd be Ireland State Athletic Commission or whatever. But I'm assuming if you follow up with that commission after her fight, that someone has to disclose the value. And from what she told us, it was like two to three times 
the normal UFC contract. So, I mean, we can piece it together. And as long as that number came out to about two or three, what we thought was a regular UFC contract, then we'd be like, okay, well, that one was right. So how can the Bader one be wrong? Like, it's just, I don't know. Uh, That said, Bader fights. Oh, no. Okay. On average, he only fights two times a year. So yeah, he's not fighting that often, I guess. But he's already, well, he fought once in February of this year. So, I mean, he's got the whole year to fight at least one, maybe two more times. And for sure he will. But I don't know. All I'm saying is, you know, people always think that people are lying. People always believe the one story you hear, which is Bader out there going, I made way more. And it's like, okay, well, I don't think so. I don't know. I just, I just don't. I hate to say it, but the clip you showed, maybe I'm overthinking. But his face almost, I feel like, looks like he's lying in that moment. Can we play it one last time? (laughs) (laughs) Study Bader's face. Uh, If you're you're only listening to the audio of this version, obviously come over to the video version on YouTube or Spotify. And um, I want to get Bader on the podcast. That would be nice. Why aren't you talking about Bellator underpaying their fighters? And so I just want to throw this out there. You did not make what was put out there. Is that accurate? No. Okay. No, I made uh, significantly, significantly more. You know, and it's yeah, and I, I you get that a lot. You know, they'll release that, and they're like, Fatal made a hundred grand for this fight." You know, yeah. no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be fighting if I was. I don't know. We need a body language expert. We need yes. facial reconstruction experts. Does, yeah, does the looking down a lot, right? <laughs> was he like scratching his nose and touching nice. his ears, searching yeah. for an answer? Uh, now what I'll I mean, say is it could be just a wordplay game. Like I think just, it's wordplay. Yeah, I got paid more, right? But he didn't technically say like, yeah, that number with the contract and da 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 da. He also referenced the other fighters' pay <laughs> rather than his own. Yeah, like everybody know. Yeah, and the thing is, like, yeah, to that question, I would be like, oh, that was my contracted pay they released, but I got paid through sponsors and through whatever. And what, like, you got to give me something else because you're not even fighting on a pay-per-view. So there's no pay-per-view points to get. There's no numbers there. You're fighting on the television thing. Like why, why would anybody be paying you more? We're, at what point is there an income? Anyways, I don't want to bore people to death, yes. but in today's world, you got to fucking like, you can't just believe everything you hear. Like, have we not all learned that? Yes. In this world, like geez Louise, like you cannot be believing one thing. You got to like, Ask questions if it doesn't make sense. Uh, that okay. said, that said, check out what I just bought. I don't even know. PFL would, 2022 P- Upper Deck is making trading cards. That is cool. I mean, Upper Deck is making PFL trading cards. So this is the 2022 box set. 30 cards. It's the entire set in one box. So, so you, you, know. you get the full set. But what you're hoping for is, I guess, that there's all these stupid limited edition, like, you know, foil ones or blah, blah, blah. Right. Just like when we all collected Pokemon cards. But um, anyways, so again, here's another example of how the Fight Insight podcast actually supports fighters because I bought this garbage. Right. (laughs) Don't complain about fighter pay. We're not buying junk. You know what? My UFC watch, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. I think it's really cool, though, that, uh, <laughs> wow. You know, these are the UFC cards that I unboxed on the podcast before, right? So, 
Hold on, it's hard for me to get these without the light, but you know. Any of those growing in value yet? Um, they're actually decreasing in value at an alarming rate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they were worth more th- at the beginning of this podcast than they're worth <laughs> at the end. Uh, do you have any other? Do you have any other cards? No. 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 Okay. Good for you. Smart. <laughs> You're smart with your money. That's good. Uh, I bought two boxes of this garbage too. The PFL. You know guess, what? Guess how much? Thirty cards. The full box set. Guess how much this whole set costs? Forty-five dollars. American? Yes. No, it was twenty dollars Canadian. All right, that's not too bad. So this is like what fourteen dollars American, something like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a it's a pretty cool pickup for fourteen bucks. Yeah, you know so I mean? they're not they're not completely uh, scamming you. People. Yes, I I think if you get like the Kayla Harrison autographed gold foil, I think <laughs> no. that's probably that card's probably got to be worth at least like two dollars. You're you're joking. They do not have Kayla. <laughs> what? Yeah. But they they don't have like. Do they have limited edition autograph versions in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, so you really could get. Guess well, what? Yeah, no, no, no. There's that, no autograph. Yeah, autograph gold. Yeah, autograph parallels. Gold autograph parallels. Yeah. I'm gonna go and buy one myself then. Okay. Because you know <laughs> what? We'll really we'll both out. open it up and see who got the better autographs. Yes. You know what they need to come out with? I hope they don't steal my idea. Almost like a Magic the Gathering, but like with UFC fighters. Right? You know what that? You know what? That's not even a bad idea. I think they've done like wrestling ones and stuff like that, like wrestling card games. That's not yeah. bad. But I mean, and not to be a jerk, but like I, I cannot name the guys on this box. Yeah, you, you know, know what, what I mean. Like it's Kayla. <laughs> Kayla Harrison, um, the, that shoe face, I forget what his name is, but he used to be a UFC fighter. Anyways, what, this is terrible podcasting, but I don't know. I mean, it's I mean, it's crazy because like you look at the PFL, who's supposed to be the number two league or whatever, and then like, okay, here's a box of UFC cards, and obviously it's like Holly Holm, Tai Tuivasa, Aljo, and Connor on the cover, right? Yes. And then on the PFL box, is like, who is that? But anyways, all right. Um, Let's talk about something really terrible, which we've <laughs> we've been wanting to talk about on the podcast for a couple of weeks now. Jessica Andraj, who just fought and lost. Did yeah. you see that fight? Yes, I did. Okay. I made good money on my bets this week. All right. Because I knew Jessica Andraj was going to lose. Did you really? How many times has someone that's fighting on the main event last minute, how many times has that person ever won? I swear to God controversy or what do you call it? conspiracy theory they tell those people hey look if you save our main event we'll hook even, you up we're gonna hook you up even if you don't win we're gonna pay out your win bonus we're gonna blah blah fucking every time kevin holland kelvin gaslam blah, blah blah who you know michael bisbing when he fought gaslam any times a fighter goes main event last minute yep. it's like almost guaranteed loss and then I parlayed that with three other fights I won five times my money. Good for you. Do you think this comes free? No. These PFL <laughs> cards are the are the my winnings. Uh, okay, Jessica Andraj, she went through this crazy story that's online, and I don't know if people caught it, but she was on OnlyFans. Yes. Now, Brady Bunch, 
How many OnlyFans accounts do you subscribe to again? I forget. <laughs> None it, yet. All right. None? Okay. You don't but have to lie. It's fine. I may have to start investigating considering half of our guests have an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seriously, so many of our guests do have OnlyFans. Uh, okay. So Jessica Andraj had an OnlyFans. Did you know this? Yes. Before. Not before. Wait, Not before. before I told you? Okay. Okay. If you okay, I'm gonna put up a photo here, which was the least bad that I could find. Okay, all right, just a normal photo, but obviously it's a a well lit photo, right? Yes. Her in a what appears to be a bikini top, maybe. Okay, if you Google Jessica Andrade OnlyFans, and then on your Google, click on the images tab. Holy fuck. Are you doing it right now? You know what? It's are you not a... default, but it's another browser. <laughs> okay, hold what the hell other browser are you using? Where are you in like I'm using uh DuckDuckGo actually. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> Supposedly something that makes it where like no cookies and stuff. Oh, okay, okay, all right, all right. All right. I, uh, I, I wanna see your I wanna see your reaction when you upload the, or when you uh Google this. Okay, so everybody, while you're listening to this podcast, go Google Jessica Andrade OnlyFans. Hold up. All right, images. All right. All right. Wait, what is very different? Very different than uh, the DuckDuckGo, right? Where. The other one I'd say was PG-13. I was not expecting this whatsoever. Okay, so can you explain what you are looking at? Uh, yes, there are a lot of over <laughs> over <laughs> the age of 18 years old pictures of Jessica, whether she's wearing a gi, where you can see maybe her lower half exposed, to her posing with weapons, to completely fully nude, exposing top, bottom, even a rose on top of a butthole. <laughs> There's Pretty a much, lot. It is fucking crazy. I can't believe it's, that that comes up in a search. I see a dildo. <laughs> it's yes. crazy. So I never knew that. Okay. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. And so... And Jessica Andrade is Jessica Andrade. Like, we know who we're talking about here. Yes. So, it came out that apparently she had some some issues or whatever with her, I want to say manager, but I believe it's her ex-wife. All right. And she essentially says that I didn't know, I didn't know who was handling my money, uh, the person would tell me, just leave it to me. I'll take care of it. You've got no problems. We'll figure this out. It was through her ex-wife or something like that. This person was managing everything. Then all of a sudden, all the money ran out. So like Jessica Andrade is a super active UFC fighter, right? She's got to be doing seminars and shit to make money on the side too. Like you would think that this person has no financial problems. Yes. So then apparently... She doesn't know what to do. She needs money. She has no fights booked. She has bills to pay. 
So then apparently I think it's her wife that says, hey, let's do an OnlyFans. Now, again, we know that an OnlyFans doesn't have to be what you just saw. Yes. And so Jessica says, I don't really like doing that stuff, whatever. And then not understanding what it was, even taking photos in a bikini is what she says she's not doing. Then she starts talking about like that. She had like maybe some abuse history and stuff like that, which people didn't know about and she didn't want to come out, but she's saying, okay, well now people know. Then I guess all the photos get leaked. And I mean, frankly, I'm not surprised that photos get leaked. I don't understand what's to stop someone that has an OnlyFans, um, like, subscription to then just cut and paste the photos elsewhere right like i don't understand why um but anyways so then she gets involved in this shit with all these crazy photos that she doesn't want and then it gets out but she talks about saying how uh she had to like go to her coach and her coach told her hey these photos are leaking and she's like so embarrassed and whatever but she's like the money she was making from this was paying off her rent. I think she said in a very short amount of time, it paid off her rent in America for like six, seven months, paid off her car, was paying up. How much money are you making from OnlyFans? You know what? I bet you she was making more money on OnlyFans than she was ever fighting. And I guess in a way... No judgment here, no shame in anything. I'm happy that she was able to use it to get herself out of a hole and she's still fighting. Uh, See, this is my opinion. I know, but it's so predatory, right? Like the person that made her do this, it's freaking horrible. See, that's what I'm wondering because that's where I'm confused because it was like, was it a manager? Was it the ex- I, the way the way the articles read, like I've read like multiple articles, which I think are all really relating to one interview she does somewhere. It seems like it's the X. It's it it seems like it's the X is is what it kind of looks at. And I feel terrible because I really like Jessica Andrade. I really really like her. We were going to have her on this podcast actually, um, which I still hope to. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to talk about this obviously if we're having her on the podcast for sure. What the frick? Never. But. Um, you know, yikes, right? You know what, though? Uh, I hope that whatever is out there, Jessica's cool with at this point, right? No, no, she's not cool with this. She's not. All right, no, so I, th- I, I think she says, like, you know, no, I never wanted any of this to be. Like, why? Like, what the freak? Does she still have an OnlyFans? Was that, like, a thing in the past? No, I think, no, I'm pretty sure it's canceled. All right. I'm pretty sure it's canceled. Now. Obviously, obviously she comes out like this saying all this and that, like for the photos to all get leaked and stuff like that. Um, I also yeah, know. she goes like, yeah, when the photos got leaked, uh, I never, you know, I, I, I had to pretend it was okay, but it wasn't blah, blah, blah. Of course. Oh, anyway, this is just a story that like kind of went along the news. And then, you know, we talk on the podcast a lot about like the girls that put out like all this content and like weird stuff. And then we have like, um, do you, you do whatever you want. But then we have like guests like Janae Harding or like Jenna Bishop or whatever that definitely are putting out a way different image and not doing that at all. Yes. And you just wonder like, like how, I don't know, just how different it is to like be able to hold that ground and not do it or do it because you want to. But then, then this is different. This is someone doing it because they almost got forced into it. See, but that's where 
how do I put this? Freaking Twins. gross. It's like, uh, I would need to know more about the story, but from what you've shared with me, it does sound like Jessica was forced into it, and that is not right with me. If Jess was out there doing it for herself to pay her bills, I'm all for it. If it was some toxic people in her life, it, that sucks, right? But hopefully, I hope this. I hope Jess gets herself back in the win column and continues to grow. And this is all in the past, and she heals from it. Uh, yeah, like, you know, yeah, in the... Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know why we're talking about this. I just thought it was crazy. And I just feel like people, like, you really got to be careful with what you're doing with your money. Well, that's the biggest with, thing. With the people around you. If there's one thing I've learned in this silly music or fight world, there's mm -hmm. snakes and there's so many people. I really can't trust almost anyone. Uh, and when I can only imagine if one of those snakes was someone you were in a relationship with, because I've been in some toxic relationships. Mm -hmm. uh, and you hear about this a lot, actually. But it's almost similar. It's probably, it makes me wonder about those male coaches, some of their yeah. female fighters, right? Like, what are they being pressured into? What? I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. I, yeah. I. It's just, it's a crazy story. I feel so bad for her. Obviously, like, I don't, you know, we're talking about this from like more of an informational thing. Like, it's not like I'm trying to say, Hey, go look at these photos, bro. Yes. You know, like, I'm not like, not like sharing this with people or anything like that. It's just more like for like the horribleness of this. Yes. Cause I don't know. We were talking about before the podcast and we we're saying like, you know, like there's some people that put out like a lot of content, like who's this going to, or like, what is this for? But I don't know. Anyways, it's crazy. You know, like, what? I don't know. I don't. I don't even know where where to end with this story. I just thought it was so crazy. Fuck. Here's the, here's what I. And then she fought. And then she fought this week. So I'm like, all right. Well, there's a tie-in. Yes. Uh, and props props to her for stepping up with that fight. Uh, yeah. Here's my question: If she had a full camp, does she beat Aaron? Fight. Yeah. No. All right. So when people are talking about. Aaron as possibly being the future, the next champ. Do you believe that? Yeah. Why Interesting. not? Interesting. I mean, we're going to talk about it, I think, next week because the flyweight title is on the line. But, I mean, spoiler alert, do you think Shevchenko loses to Alexa Grasso? No. Not in a jillion years. No. Like, I don't think so. Not even close. But Aaron definitely has a shot. Interesting. Right? Aaron, Aaron Blanchfield definitely has a shot. She's aggressive as shit. She's strong. She seems yeah. very confident. You know what? She made that. She made the, She made it look a little too easy at the end. When she got uh, Jess on the ground, that yeah. didn't look so like... Uh, but I don't know yet. I have to see a little bit more of her first. I'm not, I'm not fully sold yet. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about the fight next week. Cause you know, UFC 285 has got so much going on. Yes. And that is the co-main. So I, I hope that they bring Aaron Blanchfield there so that she can sit ringside and watch that fight and then maybe jump the cage. Yeah. I you do know, like and cut. 
and cut a promo. Yeah, like she'd be pretty cool if she did that. I think they should do that to build some excitement because really every Shevchenko fight, nobody cares about. Yeah. So I feel like she's got to do something to generate some interest, sell some tickets, you know? I agree. But, uh, all right. Well, before we go, because we're almost done, perfect timing. Yes. Is there anything that you wanted to say or anything that you wanted to get off? You know what? One thing I do want to bring up, because I don't think, yeah, I think this is our first podcast since. Uh, I'm loving the BKFC stuff. Uh, I hope we can interview some more BKFC fighters here, but that last card, Knuckle Mania 3. Uh, shit. Yeah. Like I, had, I had some conversations with some people today. I really think, I think the BKFC is the biggest threat to the UFC's control of the combat combat fight world yeah yeah uh, i like people love finishes people love knockouts yeah. uh, and in a world full of jake pauls i think it's just so refreshing so basically that's all i wanted to say is i'm excited because i think it's this friday there's another awesome card they're gonna have yeah. and when we were talking we've said this on the podcast before we talked about like yo why is bellator having their fight saturday night right why Here's BKFC. They're sticking to that Friday schedule. Yep. Paying off, right? Like, yep. So, yeah. So, I'm super excited all about that. And at Knuckle Mania, I don't know if you're watching the whole thing or saw all the interviews, but did you see Mike Perry? Uh, yes. Announce- they haven't announced his opponent yet, though, right? They have not mentioned it, and yet, um, yeah, who do you think it could be? Because I'm trying okay. to think. He was so excited. Because yeah. Mike Perry was there and he was like, this is crazy. Blah, like, you know, and he's, he cuts a good promo, Mike Perry. Yes. But he was very excited in this fight. There's no way it's a current BKFC fighter. Yes. I think they're bringing someone in for excitement because the last fight he had was against MVP, which was a great card. Fuck, that fight was amazing. Yes. I think they've got to bring in someone interesting. Yes. <sighs> so, like, in my head, it's either, like... Someone big from the UFC world, right? Or no, no way UFC. All right, because like because like you said, they're the they're really a massive competitor to UFC. I feel yes, but maybe that's why they're so excited. Maybe no, I think it could be huh? Who? Uh, well, I was gonna say maybe literally this is the point in time where a lot of people are jumping ship. But no, I like you. Part of me is wondering like, is Jake Paul gonna beat this Fury brother? And then they're going to announce Jake Paul's coming to fight Perry. Because remember, Jake Paul was saying Perry could be the backup in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You think they got that? You think it's going to be Jake Paul? And that they and the reason why they and the reason why they don't announce it is because they're letting him finish his fight with Fury first and then boom, go right into the next promo. Yes. But then one reason why I'm thinking no. No, that's it. That's the fight. Because he's the PFL. So part of me is like, unless, this is where I'm thinking like, yo, is is there a secret, like, is the PFL talking with like BKFC? Are these, all these people with the Paul brothers, like linking up? Because you heard, I think Logan Paul has a boxing match coming up that that was just announced. Uh, He's boxing someone coming up again. So like, part of me is like, yo, are they secretly working to take out the UFC together, right? Uh, that's the one uh, thing. So, yes, 
but here's my question. What I love too about Mike Perry was how excited he seemed. Yeah. I'm going to fuck this guy up. (laughs) That's where I was like, yo, is he excited to expose a Jake Paul? Or is he more so excited because he's a psychopath, Mike Perry, where he knows he has a legit opponent. Part of me, you watch that Trout guy beat Diego Sanchez, right? Yeah. Maybe they're bringing in some former fucking world champ boxer. Who the fuck knows? No, no. It's Jake Paul. You're right. You think I'm, so? I, I'm 100% on the bandwagon. And that would make sense why they didn't announce who the opponent is, but yet they all know who the opponent is. Like, it wasn't saying, like, oh, Mike Perry's fighting, you know, we're, Mike Perry's going to be on this card, but his opponent is TBD. They were like, Mike Perry's fighting, but we're not announcing his opponent yet. And it's like, well, why? Why would you not announce it? Yes. The only reason it makes sense is because Jake Paul's fighting Tommy Fury. Yeah, and so they're going to let that go. Which is why, more than ever, I'm telling you, I'm dedicating with my training. Part of me would love to do a bare knuckle fight. You know that. Now yeah. is the time. I'm on this influencer wave. As much as I hate <laughs> Jake Paul, I also love the shit out of what he's doing. Right? So, yeah. like, yeah. And if, if they do announce Jake Paul for the BKFC, could you imagine the number of young fans that would just jump to the BKFC ship. And here's the reason why this is a good thing too, is because it costs $5, right? Like there's no need to like you motherfuckers. There's no need to illegally stream BKFC. Just pay the $5. You cheap bastards. I get that. I get that people stream UFC cards and blah, 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 and whatever. Right. Because, okay, fine. You don't want to spend the $70. I'm not saying I agree with it, but okay. I can see that. But $5 to watch Mike Perry fight MVP, that was worth it a million times over in my brain when I pay for that app. You're right. If, so you yeah. get Jake Paul coming to BKFC. You know how many people are going to pay that $5 to make sure it's in good quality, that it's a good stream, that I have it you know, all set? Yep. That's, that's, that's money. And again, unlike PFL and unlike these other organizations, they do make money based on that subscription or that payment on that one card. So you'll, you know, these guys will see a bump in their subscriptions based on that. Yeah. Okay, fine. It's Mike Perry versus Jake Paul. It makes sense. Right. If, if this, if we're wrong, I'm going to come back post in the post and delete this whole comment out. So we don't look like idiots. Guess what? I would love for us to be the people getting it out there. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, Wait, today's date, February 21st, 2023. We are saying it is. Mike Perry versus the problem child, Jake Paul. Yes. KFC. Yes. Yeah. I, I love that you asked me if I had anything to say. There you go. I love that yeah. you Mike Perry because that's been on my head this whole time. It was perfect. Yeah. Good, good. Um, all right. That's the end of the show. Again, the next two weeks, we're going to do some fight cards. We're going to make some predictions. We're going to talk about stuff. And then aside from that, uh, we'll come back with amazing guests. And uh, if you've got guests that you want us to have, Write them down in the comments. Send us some uh, emails, tweets, whatever, and uh, we'll we'll do our best to get the guests. But it's all because of you guys. It's because of the fans that we're able to grow and uh, get these great guests. So, thanks a lot, Brady Bunch. Thank y'all. Go train hard. Yes. <laughs>